Hey there, English speakers, and welcome to another very special episode of the More Than English podcast. I am your host and teacher, Jesse, and it is my mission to help you, the intermediate and advanced level speaker, be able to take English and speak and communicate with complete clarity, confidence, and control so that you can make more money, create more opportunities, and impact more people. So let's talk today about a common thing that I hear from English learners from beginner levels all the way up to some of the most advanced English teachers, uh, working professionals, people who are business owners, people who are calling clients about five-figure deals, they're negotiating, they're creating presentations, and all of you, well, not all of you, some of you do not have this, but if you clicked on this episode, you probably do, and that is the question, Jesse, how do I stop constantly translating in my head? I'm still always translating in my head. I have decent grammar. I can speak. You know, I I can communicate. I'm at an advanced level. I have a C1 certificate, whatever. But how do I stop always translating in my head? Now, this is what I want to talk about today. So grab a pen, grab a paper, and get ready to take notes because... The things I'm going to talk about, uh, it will be best if you write it down and really think about it throughout your day and especially before your next meeting, before your next presentation, because it will serve you immediately. So let's talk about this. The first thing, well, I want you to understand this, and I talk about this a lot. English and learning English is different from learning any other language in the world in terms of its expectations, its opportunities, and the pressure that you put on yourself. And this is really the root cause of this idea of I always have to translate in my head, right? So here are a few key principles. Number one, stop saying that. Saying I always translate in my head, for one, there are two problems with that, right? Number one, it is a self-defeating identity that you are creating for yourself, right? Let me say that again. It is a self-defeating identity that you are creating for yourself. It is an identity that is not serving you. It is an identity that is holding you back. And it could be an identity that is costing you opportunities and costing you money because this attitude, this way of thinking, I'm always translating in my head, Subconsciously, it will it may be 
causing you to procrastinate. It may be costing you phone calls that you should be making. It could be costing you contacts you should be making to create opportunities, right? Because there's this mental hurdle saying, I always have to translate. This is frustrating. This is making me feel like I I am bad at English. It makes me self-conscious. It's making me think that focus on my translating and not on my message that I'm delivering to people, right? And it, it could flesh itself out good expression, it could flesh itself out, it could appear in many different forms, right? So that's number one, why you shouldn't uh, say something like that, because it's a blanket statement, you're identifying yourself, I always have to translate, okay, well then your subconscious mind, subconsciously, your mind is saying, well yes, I'm I'm just the type of person that has to translate, I'm never going to get over this and I should just accept it. That's what you're telling yourself, right? So that's number one. And that may seem basic, but basic is what wins games, right? Put it in sports terms. Basic is what wins games. And if you think that it's basic, then why are you not implementing it? Right? We have to be reminded of things rather than be taught a bunch of new things. Right, So that's number one. That's the first reason because it's a self-defeating mindset. It's a self-defeating way of identity, of giving yourself an identity that is self-defeating. And the number two reason why you should stop saying that is it's simply not true. Not only are you having a self-defeating identity of yourself, it's a lie. If you are going to create an identity for yourself that's a lie, at least make it something that's productive. At least make it something that is building you up, not a lie that's tearing you down. Now, you may be saying... Jesse, you don't know me. We haven't even talked. Well, then let's fix that. Book a call and let's talk (laughs) about your English, about uh, how you use English in your business, how about how your team uses English in their business. But number two, I don't have to talk to you to know that it's a lie because words like always, words like never, these are not true, right? I always have to translate in my head. No, you do not. I can never learn phrasal verbs. Yes, you can, right? And let me give you a simple demonstration, right? If you've seen any of my videos, you've seen a guitar in the background and a piano in the background. So if I were to ask you, what kind of music do you like to listen to? And you might tell me, well, I like to listen to rock and roll, I like to listen to jazz, I like to listen to reggae, I like to listen to whatever, I don't like to listen to music, I don't like music, whatever. But when you answer that question, I'm willing to bet that 
you did not translate from your language into English. Right? What kind of music do you like? I like blah, blah, blah. You didn't have to translate that. And you might say, Jesse, that's very basic. That's a basic question from that we ask answer when we're kids. Yes, it is. But guess what? It's a simple demonstration that says you do not always have to translate in your head. You see what I'm going with this, right? So that is how that going full circle, that self-defeatist identity that you've created for yourself is a lie. You don't always have to translate in your head. Yeah, but I mean with longer sentences. Okay, well, let's take that. Let's put that to the side. We will address that later, right? But I want you to accept first that you don't always have to translate in your head and to get that language out of your vocabulary. Is that fair enough? So now let's, now that we have those, right? The self-defeatist identity terminated. It's not true. Confirmed. So now let's take some proactive steps forward and let's see how we can start thinking more directly in English in more cases, right? With these longer sentences. Of course, some of this will depend on your specific level, of course, right? Um, Someone at like a C1 level, right? Someone at a more advanced level will have more complex sentence structures in their in their repertoire, in their toolbox, than someone at a lower level. Fair enough. That comes with time and practice. But everybody can take the simple demonstration that I used earlier, and I want you to write this down, right? Observe the places that you do think directly in English. Observe the times when you're listening to something. You're listening to me right now. You're watching a series. You're watching a film. You're watching a YouTube video. You're listening to a podcast. You're having a conversation with a coworker. You are recording yourself. Whatever form that looks like, observe the times when you don't have to translate in your head, right? So that's the biggest step, the biggest first step you can take. Observe the times when you don't have to translate in your head. And then, and then nothing, that's all. Because the rest of it, if you do this consistently, the rest will take care of itself. So it's really a one simple step process. Observe yourself not use, not translating And then, other times when you don't have to translate will start appearing. They'll start showing up. They'll start coming to your head. You'll start realizing it. And it will start happening more and more and more. And that will give you more confidence. That will give you more encouragement. That will give you more certainty as you're going into these meetings as you're talking to coworkers, as you're getting on phone calls, right? 
So to give you a little demonstration and illustration of this, uh, and you can go in, do this when you're by yourself later, go into your bedroom and turn off the lights. And you notice when you first turn off the lights, it's pitch black. You don't see anything, right? It's black. You can't even see your hand in front of your face. And then slowly you start seeing shapes form, right? You start seeing, oh, there's the mirror and there's the desk. There looks like my bed. That looks like the dresser. And then suddenly you can start walking through the room because you can see these shapes. Did the room get lighter? No, but your eyes adjusted and you see more things, right? That's the same thing, right? So, so when you start observing, that's how the human mind works. When you start observing bad things, it's amazing how more bad things happen, right? When you start observing good things, it's amazing what other good things, when you start observing successful moment, moments, what other successful moments come. This is amazing how this happens. Technical terms, this is called your reticular activating system. We see what we intend to see, right? So if you say, I always have to translate, you're going to see yourself always translating. If you say, I don't always have to translate, I didn't have to translate this, then guess what? You're going to see more times when you don't have to translate. And then those times when you do have to translate, then you'll see those with like a flashlight. And then you can start do the process that I call hunting and language awareness to start internalizing that new structure that you just had to translate for. Does that make sense? Then you start doing the work on that specific thing to internalize that and then you won't have to translate that eventually, right? But it comes to, uh, it comes down to, how about that mistake? Uh, it comes down to consistent small steps, right? Those are what will get you to the fluency and the fluency level and the certainty that you need because when you're going into these deals, when you're going into these presentations, you're not communicating English. You're communicating your certainty. You're communicating what you have inside. You're communicating a connection with the other person or the audience, right? And that can only come from the certainty that you have within yourself, from noticing these successes and observing what you can really do. Sound fair enough? So that is it. My time is up with you. It's been 15 minutes. I like to keep these around 15 minutes long, but thank you. I hope that you have got value from this episode. I hope that you've found value and that it will help you take time, implement this. It doesn't actually take that much time. It just takes observation and observational eye. If you want to chat about you or your team, about how we can really 
put feet on the English that you guys know and really use that to create more opportunity, to generate more money, to impact more people, then let me know. Schedule a call. You'll see that in the description or reach out to me on Facebook or LinkedIn and let's chat. Other than that, I've had it with you. My time with you is over. Keep teaching. Keep learning. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next time.